when I sit here today and I think about what's happening with George Floyd, it, everything is cyclical, right? I mean, I've shared this on this podcast many times about how history repeats itself for a reason. We are here to learn lessons. We are here to wake up. We are here to reflect back on what is it that I missed last time? And for me personally, what I missed last time was not speaking up and not speaking out and not having the difficult conversations and not calling somebody out when they make a comment that's racially charged or not educating somebody on why Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast. I am so grateful that you are here with me today in this moment of time that we are all collectively experiencing. We've just made it through COVID-19. I guess that's not a thing anymore. And now we are knee deep in the middle of an uprising of unity and equality for all people, but more specifically in the midst of a Black Lives Matter movement with the murder of George Floyd at the hands of the police. And it's such an interesting period of time because it's awakening all of us, right? I was having a conversation uh, with a girlfriend recently talking about this sort of evolution that we're, we've all been going through. So, you know, 2020 hits and we're all excited for a new year. And before we know it, we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're in the middle of self-isolation and quarantine. And COVID-19 gave all of us an opportunity to really pause and reevaluate and pivot and reflect on the ways in which that we were living our life and how we were showing up and if we were truly in alignment. And so many people have been redirected. So many people have been forced to look at their value systems and find new ways of connecting and really looking and doing the deep inner work around how we're just numbing out and consuming and not really living a life that feels truly good to us, right? We have time and we have space and that can bring up a lot of stuff. So as a collective, as a whole, we've been forced to slow down and go inward and look at some of the operating systems and the beliefs that we've been living by. And then this situation with George Floyd happens and we're all being called to go even deeper into our own work and look at our shadows and look at our belief systems and look at our realities and how we are contributing to the overall collective on the planet. No one is immune to this. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you live. Racial injustice, racism, it's, it's, a, it's a systemic issue that starts with us and it's our duty to get educated and to shift it. So 
I had another conversation. I've had a lot of conversations in the past couple of weeks about this exact thing because I just want to be educated and I want to be willing to put myself in uncomfortable situations as I hope every single one of you would be willing to do as well. And it's scary. And, and you know what? You're going to mess it up and you're probably not going to get it right. And you might say something that sounds super ignorant or is disrespectful. I think it matters the intention that you're coming from and be willing to make a mistake and own that and be willing to try. Right. So I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who um, has a biracial family and children that are mixed race. And she was telling me how she was trying to explain to them what was going on in our world and that these children didn't recognize that they were different from anybody else. And that's the reality. We are not born believing that people are good or bad. We are not born with any of these beliefs at all. They are literally taught to us by our family members. They're passed down through generational beliefs and media and society and what those things dictate and how they show us how to show up. So it really does begin with us if we want to shift the paradigm and we want to shift the perspective. So what I've personally been doing first and foremost is taking space and really sitting in with the feelings that I'm experiencing and having conversations with women that can hold space for me. I mean, the day that this all happened, I remember feeling such a sense of pain and helplessness. And also knowing that at some level, uh, there's biases that, that I have, right? And I've been forced to take an inventory of my own circle and truly the lack of diversity within it. And it's not that that's an intentional thing, but again, how do we ever know our own flaws unless someone else is willing to bring them to our attention with love? And this whole movement has really, really caused me to look inward at my own silence, my own discomfort and my own ignorance. And honestly, I, I feel like there's so much to learn it's over, over, almost overwhelming. And if I'm being really transparent, I've, I've never really looked deeper into my own biases or my own privilege or even racism as a whole, because prior to this, I don't see people as black or white or of color. It's never really been something that mattered to me. I just see people for their gifts. I feel their energy and just notice how I feel in their presence. And that's part of the problem. Like I recognize that not acknowledging a black person means that I am not acknowledging the trauma that they've been through and the unique circumstances in their life and the clear divide that has existed because of white people in this country. So I own that and I recognize that. And yet to that point, I also am very much aware when I'm in the presence of people of color that they are suppressed, that I do have privilege. It's this really interesting dynamic. So I'm acutely aware of giving people my energy and my undivided attention and leading with love and always, always doing my best to allow people to feel safe and comfortable in my energy. And if I have ever not led that way, then that is my work to do. So speaking of my own ignorance and my own silence in particular, this 
whole George Floyd experience has brought up a lot of guilt for me personally around my silence and situations I've been in where I had an opportunity to use my voice and I didn't because I was afraid of how it would be perceived. So it was back in 2016, Alton Sterling and Philandro Castile had been murdered by the police. And there was an uprising in our country and it was about police brutality and racism. And at the time I was part of a network marketing team and a fairly large amount of my team was African-American. I loved all of them. A lot of them are still my friends today. And I had a mentor in the business who I had a very, how do I put this? I had a very intuitive feeling that she was racist and that she would make comments and she would say certain things that weren't overtly racist or prejudicial, but there was underlying tones and it always made me feel really uncomfortable, but I didn't know how to approach the conversation. And her husband was in law enforcement. And when this happened, this whole thing happened, there was um, these two men, these two black men were murdered by the police and another African-American man then retaliated during a protest in Dallas, Texas. And he was a sniper and he killed five police officers. So this big uprising happened and it was a black versus police situation. And it was like the thin blue line came out. And so anyway, this woman took to social media and she made a post that was very racially charged. And it was something along the lines of like, this isn't about racism. So stop whining, I think was the beginning of, of the context of the conversation. And when I saw that it literally made me sick to my stomach because I knew what was going to happen. (laughs) I knew how it was going to make the people on my team feel. And now I was going to be put in the middle. And I wanted so badly for my teammates to know that this wasn't a view that I shared, but yet I didn't have, I didn't have the skill set or the tools to have a conversation with this person and let them know that um, number one, their viewpoint around um, police being killed and murdered and, and like a thin blue line was valid and that they also could be invited into a different perspective. Instead, I just kept my mouth shut and it actually caused that, that moment of me not saying anything and keeping my mouth shut out of fear caused such a rift and such a divide and so much pain that when I look back on it now, I feel so guilty and so ashamed. And so when I sit here today and I think about what's happening with George Floyd, everything is cyclical, right? I mean, I've shared this on this podcast many times about how history repeats itself for a reason. We are here to learn lessons. We are here to wake up. We are here to reflect back on what is it that I missed last time? And for me personally, what I missed last time was not speaking up and not speaking out and not having the difficult conversations and not calling somebody out when they make a comment that's racially charged or not educating somebody on why black lives matter versus all lives matter. 
And as a content creator, as somebody who is in the coaching industry, as someone who is a thought leader, it is my responsibility to dig deeper. It is my responsibility to not only look at my own bias and my own unconscious operating system, but it is also my responsibility to amplify the voices of those people who deserve to be heard, number one, but also it's my responsibility to bring light to a topic that's so often uncomfortable and we like to sweep under the rug, right? And it's such a beautiful parallel for so many other things in life. Like every time, like everything rises and falls on difficult conversations. So I know for me personally, this experience is requiring me to dig into my unconscious behaviors and to really bring a light on them and to actually reprogram my own beliefs, which can completely shape my reality. And I know that as a human with a genuine desire to elevate the vibration of the planet, empower others to like live their dream life. It's, it's my responsibility to shift my own perspective, educate myself, and then incorporate this into the way I share content and I cultivate relationships and I, I run my business and I'm giving myself permission. And I hope that you can do the same. I think we have to give ourselves massive permission and understand that this isn't going to happen overnight. I mean, this is 400 years of programming, like generational programming, right? So I'm not only committed to this initiative right now, but it's, it's about bringing awareness to the choices that we have to make every single day. So every day I have a choice. Every day you have a choice in what content we consume. And I'm ashamed to say that when I look at my newsfeed, it's a lot of white people. There is not a lot of diversification. And I want to talk about this for a second. This actually came up in a conversation with my business partner who is part black and Vietnamese and white. And, you know, she's a mixed race individual who identifies herself as a person of color. So I think in life and in business, we naturally gravitate to people who are similar to us, right? So I would imagine, and again, I'm making an assumption here, so please pardon my ignorance, but I would imagine that a black woman who wants to grow a business would most likely feel more comfortable and gravitate towards a coach who is also black because there's a common understanding there. There's a common ground. There's an understanding. I mean, for me personally, it's why I prefer to work with women entrepreneurs. I'm not opposed to working with men, but I naturally connect with and understand and relate to and feel more comfortable with working with women. So how does this relate to um, racism, right? I can see that there's so much of an opportunity for me to expand and grow and learn through the power of diversification, right? So we talk about this from a financial perspective. It's important to diversify your income streams. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. We don't just learn from one source. You have to have multiple teachers, right? And so for me, as I'm looking through my newsfeed and the content that I consume and the coaches that I hire, it's like, oh my God, I didn't even know that on a subconscious level, the information I was receiving was not diversified. And therefore, I'm, I'm, I'm not only robbing myself of an opportunity to grow and learn in a whole new way, but I'm like robbing myself of amazing relationships and people 
that can enrich my life in such a, in such a beautiful way and that I can learn and grow from. So I own that and I'm so committed to changing that and really setting the intention. There's an intention behind everything we do. I'm really setting the intention to open myself up to receive love and relationships and learning and support from all kinds of people, every color out there, every nationality, every background. And that is my commitment. So every day I have a choice in what content I consume and I'm choosing to consume new content from new creators and new women. And I'm actually grateful that this is happening right now because the amount of new content creators and amazing, amazing people I've come in contact with is just, I'm, I'm so excited to dive in and develop these relationships. So every single day we have a choice in the content that we consume. Every single day we have a choice in the types of movies that we watch. You know, the most recent movie I watched a couple weeks ago, actually before any of this started, was the new Jamie Foxx movie um, with Michael Jordan called Just Mercy. And honestly, that movie moved me to tears. It was heavy. It was so heavy. And I feel like the creators of this movie had such a powerful message they needed to share. And if you really want to understand what it's like to be a black man and like dealing with the police, I think that's an accurate representation of what's going on in our country right now. So please watch it. And I'm actually releasing another podcast episode, coincidentally, of a conversation I had with Jamie Foxx. I met him a couple months ago um, at a restaurant. We bumped into each other and we had an amazing, amazing conversation. He's an incredible man and I'm excited to share um, that story with you, but definitely go check out Just Mercy. But there's just so many new movies that I'm excited to watch and just learn from black culture and enrich my life and celebrate and participate in the joy that I know is going to come from just diversifying the types of media that I consume. And again, every day I have a choice. Every day we have a choice in how we educate ourselves. Every day we have a choice in terms of the podcasts that we listen to, the products that we buy, the friends that we have, the places that we visit. Honestly, the list goes on and on. And as I'm taking inventory, I'm starting to see where my edges are. And again, none of it was intentional. None of it was a choice. I'm not at all. I've never been taught to value one person's life over another. Like it's, I was never raised in a racist household. We never talked about racism or black versus white. There was never any undertones at all in my household, but that doesn't mean that it didn't exist. And I recognize that a lot of it has been operating on autopilot. So to the black community, it is not your responsibility to educate me on your culture. It is not your responsibility to help me learn how to be less racist or to recognize my own right, white privilege. And yet so many amazing, amazing black humans have showed up with countless resources for all of us to consume with their love and their understanding and their patience. And for that, I am beyond grateful and I literally cannot tell you how overwhelming it's been and amazing and beautiful to see just how much information is out there. So here's what I'm doing. I am 
readjusting my learning lens and I'm really starting to pay attention to the diversity of content and learning that I consume, not just for the sake of supporting the black community, but also to support my own education and how I relate to the world so that I can be an example for others so that I can actually use my white fucking privilege to educate people on racism and equal opportunity and why black lives matter. Right. Because Let's get real. As a white content creator, we have fucking privilege. How you choose to use that privilege is up to you. How you choose to use your money is up to you. How you choose to use your energy and your voice and your platform is up to you. So I am 100% committed to using my privilege for good and to help support the Black Lives Matter movement, to amplify melanated voices and really to just give more women of color a platform and an opportunity to share their voice and their gifts. Celebration is at the core of everything I do on a daily basis. And I'm so committed to kicking up the celebration even more and committed to celebrating the black community through all of my platforms, every single way I can. And I'm so committed to sharing resources that have helped me to shift my own perspective, open my mind up and how I view the world and interact with it. And this, again, like I said, this is an ongoing thing. Like there is no returning back to how life was before. Like we will never go back to the way things were before. Once you shed light on something, it's there. Once you see something, you can't unsee it. So here's what I'm doing. I have created an Instagram highlight on my Instagram page and it's, uh, the title of it is BLM for black lives matter. And I'm committed to amplifying melanated voices. And so every time I come across a resource or an article or a content creator or profile or someone in the black community that inspires me, that moves me or allows me to further my own education, I'm sharing it with my community on Instagram and I'm saving it in my highlight called Black Lives, or BLM, um, Black for Black Lives Matter. Not only so that for me personally, I have a place to go back to when I want to educate myself, but so that it's a resource for all of you to go back to as well. And it would mean the world to me if you would share resources with me, because this is a collective, right? This is a collective responsibility. This isn't a me thing or a you thing. This is an us thing. So if you are committed to amplifying melanated voices and you are committed to the Black Lives Matter movement and you are committed to evolving through your own white privilege, please share your resources with me as well. Um, so that together as a collective, we can continue to take massive responsibility and accountability for our own actions and work together to just wake the world up and shift this. Because how is it in 2020 that racism is still a thing? Like, how is this still a thing? I don't understand. I understand. It hurts me. It pains me. I'm committed to doing the work. And I, I really, really hope that you will join me on this mission. Thank you so much for giving me the space to share this message. I, I share it from a place of true love and compassion and humility, even though I hate that word humility in this moment, it is real. And if you love this episode, please share it with somebody. And if there's something in this episode that I said that was ignorant, that was uneducated, and you would like to have a conversation with me, please DM me. 
I'm so open and willing to have conversations. It's not even funny. And I, I'm just, I'm just here for it all. Thank you so much for listening. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.